Hello, and welcome to Paper to Podcast. Today, we're diving into a brainy topic that'll knock your visual socks off. The paper we're talking about is called Neural Specialization for a Visual Concepts Emerges in the Absence of Vision, authored by Miriam Hauptman and colleagues, dated the 7th of February, 2024. Let's start with the juicy findings. Picture this, or actually don't, because that's the whole point. People born blind have a brain area that's all about living things. I mean, there's a VIP lounge in their noggin dedicated to animals, and it's just as fancy as the one incited people's brains. But it doesn't stop there. They've also got a special nook for envisioning places. Who knew you didn't need to see a beach to have a mental beach party? And here's the sparkly bit. When you throw words like sparkle into the mix, blind individuals' brains light up like a Christmas tree, just like those with sight. They've never seen a sparkle, but their brains are totally on board with the concept. The action-packed brain area doesn't just lie there. It's distinguishing sparkle from other verbs like a pro. Now for the twist in the visual cortex plot. Sighted folks' vision centers take a nap when words come into play, but blind people's vision areas are buzzing like bees at a honey convention, especially with words about places. However, they're not getting picky about different word meanings. It's more like a general buzz than a focused conversation. Let's talk methods, because how did the researchers figure this out, right? They wrangled both sighted and congenitally blind adults into an fMRI scanner and had them listen to word pairs, judging their semantic similarity. These words came from eight categories, including nouns for living critters and places, plus verbs related to shiny things and other actions like sounds and hand gestures. To make sure they were zeroing in on understanding the meaning and not just recognizing word shapes, they mixed up the words for each category and presented them in separate runs. This meant they could train classifiers on one set and test on another, ensuring the success was all about the semantic goods, not just memorization. They then sifted through the fMRI data to see where the brain lit up for different word types. Using fancy statistical tools, they checked how well different brain regions could tell the semantic categories apart. The goal? To see if blind and sighted brains build and organize these visual concepts similarly. Now for the strengths of this brain bonanza. The study flips the script on the idea that you need to see to believe or to process visual concepts, at least. It's solid stuff with a combination of analyses and a participant pool matched in age and education. They also get gold stars for ethics, with informed consent and compensation for the participants. But of course, there's a catch because science loves a good, but wait, there's more. The fMRI, while snazzy, doesn't catch every brainwave in the ocean. And comparing congenitally blind to sighted brains is like comparing apples to oranges that have never seen apples. Plus, this is about specific visual concepts, so let's not throw a party for all sensory categories yet. Now, ready for the potential applications? This research could totally revolutionize education for visually impaired individuals, teaching concepts without relying on sight. It could also give AI a run for its money in natural language processing and computer vision. Plus, it's inspiring new ways to look at concept representation and brain flexibility in neuroscience and psychology. Understanding senses' absence could lead to breakthroughs in rehabilitating different sensory deficits. And that, my friends, is the end of our brainy journey today.
You can find this paper and more on the paper2podcast.com website.